3: All right, good Tuesday morning, Southern Middle, Tennessee. My name is Delp Kennedy. We are Three Dudes with a View. I am dude number three. Clayton Harris, dude number two, is still out there driving somewhere. Clayton, can you hear
0: me? I can. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Good morning.
3: Always dude number one, uh, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, and... As always, on Tuesday, uh, favorite son of Columbia, native son of Columbia, uh, Ron Hart. How you doing, man? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Ron, we've got somebody new with us who's going to be with us for the next couple of weeks. Uh, Seth Campbell is uh, a member of the State Democratic Executive Committee. He's a longtime Democratic activist. His column uh, appears right beside yours in Main Street uh Murray each week is sort of he's the the democratic voice and you're the libertarian conservative voice and those columns are put side by side in Main Street Murray each week right here in Murray County and uh he's a school teacher in Mount Pleasant grades 9 through 12 special education welcome Seth Campbell Hey good morning everybody good to be here glad to have you All right let's see Ron this week you are uh writing about uh and I'm pulling it up here. It, uh, you know, cocaine okay, in the White House. Cocaine you know, in the White House that nobody can seem to figure out who did it, even though they got video cameras wall to wall in there. Case <laughs> closed. Nothing to see here. 11 days. You know, of course, I <laughs> saw. I saw. So, yeah, yeah. Case closed. Nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But uh, you know, I saw somebody commented though that by telling you that they can't determine who did it. They may be telling us who did do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm libertarian. I think the drug, drug wars are crazy. I mean, we, we spent a lot of money on drugs and, and incarcerated a lot of people that need not be incarcerated. People make choices, right? So I think it's just a total farce about what they've done. You know, Kamala Harris put people in prison for marijuana, and, you know, using cells out there. Now it's legal. I mean. That is it, so wrong. Yeah. A lot of hypocrisy along the way. So I don't, the cocaine piece, I, it doesn't bother me that much. The, their reaction to it, to me, is the most telling thing. The, 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 the ability to lie, multiple stories. Like it's like a game of clue. You know, like it was in the library. No, it wasn't the library. It was in the cubbyhole. No, it was next to the White House clearance. wasn't White House clearance. Cubbyhole, library. I don't know, you know. But if you, it's like a game of clue. And if you guessed, Hunter, Hunter Biden. In the library with a rolled up hundred dollar bill, you win. You win the game. <laughs> I'm I'm just shocked
4: at how many people are surprised. I mean, you have so many White House staffers and guys, you know, going from wire to wire in there. I guarantee you, this isn't the first cocaine incident within the. You know, walls of the White House or within Congress, and it's, it's a lot of those staffers are thirty-somethings. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm, I, I'm yeah, just a lot personally of not
1: kids too, Seth. That have family money, they went to SEC schools. Kind of fast, cocaine use is big at Bama, some other places. You know, so I'm just not yeah, shocked. Just, is
4: what is what I'm saying. I, I mean, it, it's it, it grabs a headline certainly, but you know, you could go to your local Chili's and, and find cocaine. You know, it's just yeah. not.
2: It's not Chilly. the first time, no, Seth. Pretty I mean, convenient. George Bush. Uh, one of his staff members did a line in the in the White House, right in front of the, the staff there. So uh, it's not the first time that's ever been in a White House. Oh, so yeah. I mean, the the thing to me is
3: that I mean, it's not so much that it was there. That's not shocking, but. Uh, uh, that you know that it's the denial and the cover up. I mean, it's like OJ st- still looking for the real killers. You know, I mean,
2: well, if you can't find who had it, Del, Hunt, you know, cameras or no cameras, sometimes there's blind spots in cameras. You can't. <laughs> t- they,
1: they found that murder uh, up in the on the DNA. Said so no DNA on the bag. Okay, so they found this murderer after ten years on a pizza box pizza box DNA that, that murdered all these these sex workers up in New York. The architect. They found that after ten years, yet
3: yeah, they can't find DNA on a bag, and <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and they've identified it and, and prosecuted yeah. over a thousand January six cases. Uh, yeah, late time for that. There are misdemeanors, no more serious than this. And
2: uh, well, at least the cocaine didn't kill anybody yet.
1: Neither did uh, neither did the January 6th, except for the one of the people that came in there. Uh-huh. I was going to say uh-huh. Ashley Babbitt
4: uh-huh. would. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, there's shot. so many other things to talk about other than that cocaine. Right, you know, speaking well, of talking,
0: mean, well, right? Is there?
2: I like. I mean, right. Let's see. What do you say here, Ron?
3: The whole episode teaches the Biden administration not to have a take your kid to work day. The only industry <laughs> in which it makes less sense to take your kid to work today is the porn industry. <laughs> yeah,
1: taking kid to work day in the porn industry not not a good idea. I think nor is Hunter Biden. You know, Hunter's got a problem. Obviously, I mean, the real problem is is the corruption. Look, at the end of the day. Drug use is just a, a side action thing. They can play, oh, he's an addict and he did some bad things. But, you know, the shaking down these countries with the big guy, that, that's the real story. And I don't see how you get a misdemeanor for not paying a million, paying tax on a million two, a million two. And the IRS and the feds don't ask where that money came from. I mean, who, who doesn't ask where a million two came from? The natural follow up question to a situation where you didn't pay taxes. And uh, there's a lot of rappers, a lot of a lot of, you know, actors, what's that guy's name? Um uh, that they don't, don't pay say the taxes. taxes, uh uh that, that they get a lot worse than that go to jail. So the Christie family, uh, uh what's that family up there in Nashville that did that crazy show? Well uh, Chris Lee's yeah, Todd Chris. Yeah. yeah, they're they're in Pensacola prison for three to five years.
2: Wasn't there so an attempt I mean, to shake shake sh- down Ukraine? Did Bidens,
1: yeah, they did.
2: No, not by Biden. By the past administrator, he was trying to shake down Ukraine. And that was the reason
4: he was impeached the first
2: Dirty, time. dirty, dirty dirt on somebody, huh? Who? Trump.
4: Biden. I mean,
1: he was... When, when Trump, Trump oh, yeah, was trying to... Oh, he, yeah, he asked the... Well, uh, no, yeah, that's he not the first the, uh, time
2: either. It's it's nothing he asked new, new the president the president of the country you
1: know? to see if anything's going on. If you're president of the country and, and someone in your country is shaking down Ukraine for money, you probably need to know.
2: Well, they hadn't found anything yet, Ron. So, actually, I don't think it happened.
1: Okay. Well, you, you believe anything they tell you on MSNBC.
0: Do we uh, really think Biden's running? A lot of other
2: news sources besides MSNBC. Oh, CNN, too. Yeah. That's, that's,
0: that's yeah. totally... New York
2: Times. Oh, uh, see so the shakedown business must
3: be good since Hunter is allegedly upgraded from cheap crack to pure cocaine. Let the good times roll. You have to hand it to Hunter. Usually, crack addicts' only source of income is the copper wire
5: they steal from air conditioners. <laughs> <laughs> Do we really think Biden's going to run
4: for a second term? Probably not. No, I I I expect it. I mean, he raised what seventy two million dollars in the last fundraising haul compared to like Mike Pence's uh, less you know little bit over one million. I mean, he's he's going. How much was it? A seventy two million. Seventy two. Yes. Wow. Yes. It, I mean, Where's he they, on that? they they hauled it in. Um, but I fully expect Biden's going to ru- uh, run again. I I've received no like indication. I don't know if any of y'all picked up on anything to hint that he's not. I mean, there's a lot of um jokes about his age, but it's full steam ahead. I mean, he's going to run again unless something happens. Seth, really walk. Seth, I I I think you're right. I mean, he's
3: uh,
2: always had a problem with his hip, Ron. I mean, talking about somebody's walk, I mean, you know, he's he's had a problem with his hip for years. But but he's doing a good job. Inflation's in coming down. Uh, the economy yep. is rolling. You're Everybody can get a job. Life. They want a job. You know, there's there's people working two or three jobs and there's still ten million jobs available. So the economy's mm-hmm. doing well and I think when people can put money in their pocket, they got a job, they can take care of their family, it's a positive thing. So whether he's ninety or eighty or fifty, he's doing a good, credible job, doing a worldwide job in terms of United Nations. So uh go for it, Biden. Biden economics is effective and working.
3: Well, the the thing is, uh, Seth. I mean, I think you're right. I think he. I think it tends to run uh, the. Uh, but uh, you know, I've just been through the age uh, where you know my parents' generation has, you know, they they've died, uh, including my parents, and so I, I've learned. You know, I'm, my only expertise in medicine is that I did some medical malpractice cases in my legal career, but. Uh, you know i'm watching biden and i'm seeing you know that that i mean my parents and my parents friends and my aunts and uncles you know he's he's going through a pretty rapid decline and my experiences is when he sort of starts to do the things that he's doing he's forgetful he gets sort of lost he's having a hard time walking he falls sometimes that kind of thing um my my experience is they they don't last too long when all that begins and so I I, I think it's I mean I don't wish there's, anything I mean I don't I know if that, I don't it makes sense did
2: Reagan, did Reagan stay in office too long I'm not I'm not arguing that Miss York
3: I, I'm just saying all I'm saying is that he may not be. Alive, or his, his dementia,
1: guy. I guess, was toward the end, and and it was probably. I, I don't uh, you wish know, that on internal. him, I, you know. I yeah, mean, mean. it was kept internal, but Biden's there's signs of life in Biden Delk. He's, he's back sniffing some hair. So I'm sniffing baby's hair the other day. Shows he's. In all fairness, delighted. people have been you know, saying this
4: about Biden leaders, for years. Though the
2: world leaders look at Biden as very well, credible, I very think- on top <laughs> of what the issues are, and and he's functioning much better than many many other presidents and younger than him. Well, I, I mean, I'm
3: not saying I hope Biden dies or becomes disabled. I, I, you know, wish him good health and hope he runs. And I'm not even saying that.
1: I'm not even. There's a, there's not, a group I, called uh, No Labels, though. And I guess I you know, don't know if I read about this, but a buddy of mine, in Palm Beach, is telling me about it. There's a, some billionaire hedge fund people that are a little bit like me, libertarian in the middle, just tired of both. Both of them Biden and Trump. And if they say that Biden and Trump are the nominees. They're going to run mansion with the Republicans, talk about Corker, talk about huntsman and uh, mm. Utah, uh, a moderate Republican, a moderate Democrat. and they were trying to register in all 50 states to run. It'll probably draw more from the Republicans than it will from the Democrats. Democrats just tend to vote blindly for whoever they're told I to see, vote I, for. I it. had the opposite
4: reaction. I think it'll pull from the Democrats. Because, I mean, there was there was quite a few you know suburban crossover Republican voters for Biden in 2020 um, in you know like Atlanta, Phoenix areas. That's why he won Arizona and Georgia. And I think that a third party with moderate voters might attract some of those suburban voters that helped Biden win in the last election.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. It, yeah, Maybe because of abortion. I think abortion was a big issue with the suburban women voters in that last election. They really pushed it, too. Oh, that's abortion. a whole other yeah, can. Yeah. That's a good point,
4: though. Yeah,
1: a, but but a-
2: Manchin has been not not for Democrats. He's always been leaning like he's a middle-road person, but he's Patrol extreme rat. because he tries to protect the, uh, petrol, the oil industry, and the a coal. A okay, so I mean, he's middle-of-the-road, but he's extreme. He's that's not you not painting road That's, no, that's he, how you do it. You start I say he tries. Like he tries to be middle of the road, but he's been extreme. Or he's extreme on policies yeah. that. That prevented the nation from moving forward. I think Manchin well, knows well, how to well. play
4: his hand, and he's going to leverage the Democratic Party while he's in that swing position for as much as he can. But his whole life, I mean, this is by this time he's an older gentleman. He's a Democrat. He's not going to leave the Democratic Party. I don't think he'll run third party because he's afraid it'll hurt Biden. He's just leveraging the Democratic Party for as much as he can get for West Virginia. And I, I, well, I would West be shocked
1: about seventy percent for Trump. So he's got a little problem with his state in terms of you know yeah, potential. He's had that before. Yeah,
2: Jim Justice is. Putting a lot of pressure on Joe Manchin. He's trying to find a place to go. Jim Justice, who's that? It's the governor of uh, West Virginia.
3: Oh, yeah, okay. Well, clearly, West Virginia is solidly red now, and that's a problem for Manchin. Uh, and uh, he's been able to be reelected just because he's the former governor, I think, and was extremely popular there. And uh, so people have been willing to give him a pass on his party affiliation, although you have to wonder how long that's going to last. He's
4: never lost an election in West Virginia. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and also also too, he and you know the most powerful people in the country are he and Christian Cinema, who's a you know bisexual senator from uh, Arizona. You know every issue, you know, always comes up. You know Christian Cinema and him, but. Christian cinema is bisexual, so she
3: well, can go either all, way. All of which is to say, you know, if you think what you know what's going to happen in the next election, you know, take up weather forecasting. Uh, Biden's health may hold, may not. Uh, then his, in the sense that Kamala Harris would become president if he's not able to serve, may become, uh, it may become an election that's much more about Kamala Harris than it is about Biden. Uh, who knows what Robert Kennedy is going to do? And then on the Republican side, it seems clear that Trump's going to be the nominee. How that's going to play out,
2: who knows? Well, and John Gordon- Gordon- Kennedy is killing himself with with his stance on anti-Jewish and and, and uh, the anti-Jewish. The things, he said, the things he said about the, the, the coronavirus. The coronavirus. Uh, didn't affect Jews and stuff like that. No, I didn't He's say that. Yourself. It didn't affect them as much. Of course the I did
1: Chinese and, 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 and uh, Al-Zerba- Jews didn't affect them as much. You, you know, you, you can't have a scientific discussion that talks about any facts <clears throat> of their scientific nature without being called racist by your party. I mean, that's the first thing you try to label people with is racism. His it's own family
4: fair. said that comment was a hogwash, though. I mean, it's just, it's not true. That it well, didn't
3: affect them? Once again, though, much? If you if you say you know what's happening, uh, that Robert Kennedy is is uh, is waxing, you know, is waning. Uh, I, 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 I'm not saying he's waxing either, but uh, I'm just I'm saying. saying money. I'm, I'm saying just saying if you think you know what's going to happen in this upcoming election, just go on and start. You know, we got a we got a job for you right here as a staff meteorologist at, meteorologist at Kennedy Broadcasting. Uh,
0: and that's why I asked the question: Michelle Obama is rising on Vegas odds to be possibly the winner in 24. Which is why people are questioning what's going on with that. All right, we got the breaky breaky music playing for a long time. Let's go break.
3: My name is Del Kennedy. I am two number three. It's a sunny Tuesday edition. Uh, dude number
0: two, Clayton Harris. Good morning, man. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Right. What happened with uh, Little League last night, Clayton? Uh, Little League went really well. Uh, Columbia American got a win in the first game, 6-3. to three, So they advanced to uh, play tonight against uh, Lexington, who beat uh, Lafayette. So uh, Columbia beat Burns, and... Um, as I mentioned, Lexington beat Lafayette, and uh, those two will play tonight at 8 o'clock. And before that, in the winner's bracket finals, uh, you're going to have Nolansville and um, Morristown playing at 6 o'clock. So uh, come out to Murray County Park, watch some baseball. It was a big crowd last night, and I expect a really, really big crowd tonight as well. And Clayton, you were telling me, folks, if you haven't discovered it yet... It's a little hard to find
3: on our web page, and I'm going to try to work on that. But you can go to our webpage and you can watch live uh, the uh, uh, broadcast. Uh, Lou Maddox is broadcast. Uh, so you, you got Lou, Lou, who's an excellent uh, broadcaster and, and a great game caller. You've got you've got the the feed from WKRM. Uh, and of of Lou calling the game, but also you've got uh, video with instant replay
0: and the whole nine yards. That's right. That's and, right.
3: Clayton, you're telling me we've been getting uh, upward of seven thousand viewers. On that's that right.
0: Team? We I think we had seven thousand just on Saturday alone. So it was it was it yeah, was it's, good. it's good. I mean, it's, it allows uh, grandparents and family that maybe couldn't make the trip. We had teams all across the state and. uh People were able to tune in, so that was good. Yeah, so six o'clock tonight. It's uh, high
3: quality video, and like I said, with instant replay and the whole nine yards. No, it, it's great. And Lou Maddox is a great broadcaster, so you can get it all. Uh, go to the you W. You know, what the
1: whole nine yards means you know what that came from Del. No, what? Where? World War One. Those machine guns they had when they the enemy they get in those trenches, they would. Uh, there's nine yards worth of bullets, or in a full machine gun, those little, you know, you know that, where they do the arm like that. So that's giving the, the whole nine yards. So there we game. go.
3: There we go. I don't know. <laughs> well, whatever. I'm not, little, I'm not, not, I'm not sure me. I'm <laughs>
2: keep using that phrase. Then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude number one, Mr. Jimmy York, how are you? Good morning, Delk. Don't forget, everybody, the school board meeting, Murray County school board meets the, this evening at six o'clock. And they are going to vote on the charter school issue, I'm understanding. So if you're interested in charter schools or not interested in charter schools, you might want to go seek your school board members in action.
3: That is tonight. Do you know what time that is, Mr. 6 p.m. And that's over at the Horace Porter uh, School. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. Horace uh, Porter Meeting Center.
3: And uh, so, yeah, that's 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 big. That's gonna that's a big decision for the school board. And can have um, you know a, a, a very large effect geez, uh, on Murray County education. So uh, tonight, 6 o'clock, Horace Porter, the school board, will meet and is expected to vote on the charter school application, which is presently pending uh, here in Murray County. Regular special guest dude, native son, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning. And a, a new regular special guest, at least for the next couple of weeks, uh, Seth Campbells, teacher at uh, Mount Pleasant High and uh, Democratic activist for a long time. How you doing, Seth? Good morning. Happy to be here. All right. Tomorrow, a new edition of Main Street Murray comes out. Ron's column will be there, and immediately
4: next to it will be your column, Seth. Uh, what are you writing about this week? Well, I, I just kind of delved into the whole situation with the flyers being distributed around town and and how the community rallied around um, those churches. And you know, we've we've discussed it quite yeah. a bit here, and that's yeah. that's really what I focused on—not giving the attention to the to the gentleman um, responsible, but giving attention where it's needed on the community and the churches affected. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's all good. Uh, the charter schools. Does anybody want to measure in on that? I, to me, it's a no-brainer. Just for one reason, uh, is that the uh, applicant has part of their application is they agree to construct a new school, which will eventually be K through 12. Uh, we've just we're in the process of constructing a new school up in spring hill right now it's going to cost a hundred and ten million dollars to the county uh and we are the fastest growing county in the state i believe and we've got several new schools on our plate and the county the, the, these these new schools are gonna i can't see any way that we're going to avoid tax increases uh to pay for these schools and so If we get one school built by the charter school folks, at least we won't
0: have to raise taxes uh, for one school. (laughs) The city council passed to approve the homes out by Ridley Park, correct? They did. So, I mean, Mount Pleasant, those kids would be zoned Mount Pleasant. You're talking a new elementary school, maybe a new high school? Uh, You're no. talking 700-plus 700 homes. 750, approximately. And, and it's my understanding, you know, Mount Pleasant Elementary is pretty full, I believe. So,
4: Well, Seth was telling me that Mount Pleasant High was uh, full. And I don't know if they're going to move the lines. I think in the the, the lines in the... Or closer to the um, to the Zion cutoff up there. So if 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 they're going to move them, you know, that way a little bit, then they, they would be zoned for Mount Pleasant. But they'd have to move them. Because as of right now, I don't think that would be zoned for Mount Pleasant. Because I know people on Polk Lane out there who weren't zoned for Mount Pleasant. Right.
3: And this this is right by Ridley Park. Part Central's
4: part the... full. Uh, oh yeah, yeah I yeah, mean that's... they are full. So I it,
0: it's and Woodard. I would say they are pretty full. And you're adding 700 new homes right in between the two. That's yeah, we're gonna have to have some new schools. If I, if I can add, yeah, but I don't Delicative.
2: see I don't see the charter school because they're not starting off with a, a K through twelve. They're starting off with the elementary grades. But I still don't see that helping the education system in Murray County for kids because charter schools, believe it or not, doesn't provide the quality of education that that everybody thinks it does. It, it's not that type of school.
3: Well, that's, that's the subject of debate right now, Mr. York, and I, I tend to believe the people who, and I, I will give you this, that I did see some comparison of various charter school organizations around the country, and some of them uh, did extremely well in terms of student, of student performance and outperformed their public counterparts. Others did not. So uh, it, it depends on who's building the charter uh, as to whether or not they uh, are uh, accomplish a, a better outcome. Yeah, the the, the thing other thing, I would be do you
1: test
5: into it, or is it just anyone can go there, right? So, any, anybody you, you can go. First, that's, first that's come, some, first serve. Right? That was kind of the nature of my question. You were yeah, talking Coach Mike
3: Lyle's got to c- – come on, Coach, what's uh, going on?
5: you know we we're talking about the location of it in zone this and that but isn't by the nature of a charter school it it doesn't have a zone that's my i, th- I think you're right yeah mike i think you're right and and so where does it matter uh, other than the traffic and the building you know situations and and stuff like that uh what matters you know why does it matter which zones are full which ones are not where where this where this thing's coming in? I think, you know, you, you've got a, a real possibility. At least you've got another school coming in that will take the load off of some of that. But uh, it's going to end up probably taking the load off of all the schools.
4: Uh, well, yeah, at, would, at one point or I
5: another. Mean, I think the zoning conversation was mostly in context of these new seven hundred fifty houses. You know, yeah. Uh, what, what are we gonna where are we gonna educate would, those? Well, kids? just to me, it was in the context of the charter yeah. school, and I'm yeah. like, well, it's not really zoned for any particular area and, and this you know it's the it's like you said it's an application it's a first come first serve from anybody in the county yes yeah, hey, my, my, sus- my
2: my, suspicion is that this organization has got just 20 schools across the nation and that tells me there's not a lot of acceptance across the nation for this type of school and, and there, and, is, and, and there is there are quality issues with a lot of charter schools. And, the, well,
1: and that, that's my. This is from issue. the educational magazine that the Ed, yeah, this is the left wingers here. 83% of charter schools performed the same or better. In public
4: schools, well, I mean that, that that's right. a moving, sliding Set. scale. I, I don't know how we can say that. Um, but uh, my, my issue, and you're going to keep saying, I'm folks just saying, are going to think that or, hey, he's a public up. school teacher, and and he's going to be anti charter. That's not the case. I'm looking for any way to make schools better, and if it alleviates some some pressure from our you know already standing schools, you know that's cool. But my issue is we're going to have this school that's taxpayer funded, and do they have to accept special education children? They don't, and we're going to put our taxpayers into a school that doesn't have to serve all, you know, our students. So a student has a learning disability, student has autism, no, they can't go there. And, you know, those families' taxpayer dollars are still going to that school, right? And Seth,
2: wait, wait, Clayton. That school is just following the money, Seth. Uh, Whenever you see a pile of money like the state's trying to put in the schools, you're going to have incidents like this.
3: Clayton, help me recall this, though. I mean, Phil Swink has been on this show a couple of times. He's the head of CEO of the charter school. I think it's called ACE. Yeah, they're they're the ones uh, uh, proposing to build the schools. And if I recall, he said quite. Certainly, quite emphatically, that they would accept special needs.
4: Only if Murray County supplies the special education teachers. So teachers from with Thorn, teachers from Mount Pleasant would have to go serve those exactly. students. They weren't planning exactly. to hire Except any special teachers. Another incident
2: is that parents have to downgrade their IEP.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, individual if, if education they, plan. If they
2: downgrade the IEP, then they might accept the certain students.
4: Yeah, yeah. They they told us that if if it were to pass as a special education teacher, we'd have to go provide the services because they will not be providing the special education teachers.
3: Seth, I'm not saying you're wrong.
4: I I just don't. I, that, recall, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember
3: this. F- f- the only thing I recall saying, he said we would have to accommodate
0: special needs students. Correct. I, I do remember him saying that. Yeah, now. But, but
2: yeah, he said that. But Del, how are you, are you going to have a parent downgrade their IEP? Yeah, you accommodate them, but you tell them they're not going to get all the services that that child Mr. needs Mr. York, at that I mean, school. The,
3: again, though.
5: We'll our, uh, special, what you're saying uh, about IEP is the special. first
3: I've heard about. It. All right, folks, we got a message from Coach Mike Lyle. And then we got a break.
5: All right, I want to tell everybody that on no- Saturday, November fourth. The Gypsy Kings are returning to Nashville for a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall for you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night again on Saturday, November 4th. Tickets and details are available at toninoballardo.com, T-O-N-I-N-O-B-A-L-L-A-R-D-O.com, which is allowed in and live production. Also, stay tuned because uh, a little bit closer to the showtime, we'll be... Uh, uh, We'll be giving away some tickets. Uh, I think we have somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 tickets to give away. So we've got quite a few tickets to give away to this show. And uh, uh, I think it's going to be a great show. Uh, put, put it on your calendars right now. November 4th, Saturday, November 4th. The Gypsy Kings are coming back to Nashville. The Gypsy Kings, folks. All right, let's take that break and come back.
6: Stay comfortable and relaxed this July. Hiller is keeping you chillin all summer with free outdoor gear. When you upgrade your home's essential systems, we're giving away free Yeti camping chairs, coolers, backpacks, and more with the purchase of select new HVAC systems, whole home generators, and tankless water heaters. Stay chillin' all summer long. Book your appointment at happyhiller.com today. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Yeah.
2: Gypsy Kings featuring Tonino Baleardo return to Nashville Balea. with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. To me, to me. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at T-Pac Andrew Jackson Hall. Balea. Balea. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through
4: toninobaliardo.com. Allowed in live production.
3: back, 3 dudes with a
2: View. I'm dude number three, Delph Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Delph. Good morning, everybody. And dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, everybody.
3: Good morning. And regular special guest dude on Tuesday, native son, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing, man? Good morning. All right. You're putting your Georgia football helmet on. I guess, I guess you're oh, ready. Yeah. You're ready for the kickoff, aren't you? <laughs> Get
1: ready for the Memphis and uh yeah, Georgia, Alabama, all tied. I mean, it's going to be, be fun. Like we're like five weeks away from football.
3: There we go. All right, and right here on this station, we'll be carrying Alabama. Go from, like yeah. hating everybody
1: for their politics, and start starting to hating everybody for the team they
3: support. So. <laughs> nice transition. <huh>? All right, I'll be here. All right, now for the next couple of weeks, uh, regular special guest is uh, Mount Pleasant High School special education teacher uh, Seth Campbell. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to have you. Uh, all right. we You know, we, we've hit on two big issues that Murray County uh, are very much tuned into, I think. One of them is the 750-house uh, development out by Ridley Park, which the city uh, approved last week. And uh, it's, it's, it's a little curious to me, and I think Seth and I were sort of talking about this this morning before the show started, I, it, it, with all the brouhaha about it. I never saw any, uh, you know, no, nobody showed up and said, oh, I'm for this. You know, no citizen said, this is a great idea. Uh, no group of people came in and said, we support this subdivision. Uh, yet, curiously, to me, the city council and, and the mayor, Mayor Mulder, were adamantly in favor of it. Uh And they never, at least in any way that I heard, expressed why they thought it's such a good idea. They just voted it in. And that brings up the subject of the other subject, which is charter schools. Uh, Those 750 houses uh, are going to... Put an additional burden on our school system. We were talking about it during the break. The schools that surround uh, this system, uh, Woodard, Central, Mount Pleasant High, Mount Pleasant Middle, Mount Pleasant Elementary, uh, they're all full. And so... Uh,
1: you know, also the 750 houses bring additional tax revenue, right? People, money, uh, your property taxes. So it's supposed to, if, if if your if your numbers are right, I mean, it should pay for themselves, unless there's an enormous amount of kids there.
3: About uh,
2: 10 years or so.
3: Well, the numbers aren't right, and the problem is that the county, the city gets to approve 750 houses, and then as terms of schools, it's the county's baby then. So the city doesn't take that into consideration when they're approving these things.
2: But, Del, here's the deal. When a city starts to reject growth and development, it it's a... It, it feeds downhill. It goes to other types of industries. It goes to other type of businesses that may want to move in this area. And True. they see that as an unfriendly gesture to, toward expansion of business and development. So, okay. you, you know, if you got a big parcel of land and it's available and people want to develop it, you generally want to let them develop it and, and not stymie the development of business and growth later for your area. Yeah, well, you, I, run up the I, I, of houses, you don't
1: allow supply to come to market, the prices go up, so you're running up the price of houses. For people that want to buy. I understand got, what,
3: what both of you are saying. I just never heard the case made like that by anybody, by the mayor or any city council person or by anybody speaking before the city council when this issue came up. And
4: I'm with Delk on that. I, I just want to hear the case for it because I haven't heard it articulated at all. I mean, I know you guys are doing a good job making it, but I just didn't hear it in an official you know, capacity. I just, plenty of people against it. Let me hear the case for it. Yeah.
3: Uh, I, I mean, you guys just made it but I mean, y'all, are the first ones that I've heard who made the case for it, I mean, I don't disagree with you. Uh, we got
1: 80 acres on the north side, about 80 acres up there near uh north side of uh, Murray County, near the Saturn side, and we're just sitting on it. We'll, we'll develop it someday. Uh, they're big lots. There'll probably be more overflow from Nashville and Williamson County, bigger, you know, McMansion type of things. But yeah, you know, the gross coming, is the questions you got, how do you how do you handle it? What do you want? How, what 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 do you want to look like? And and, and and you know, you don't get your schools burdened. But then again, you don't also the illegal immigrants burden schools because they come and, and you know, they're not they're not sending money back to Mexico and Guatemala and they're putting their kids in school. A lot of them those kids are you know, have to have double languages, which is, you know, I don't know if it's honors or special ed, but it's, it it does tax the school system. So I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of issues as, as to how you want the county to look. Not just because someone has, you know, torches out and they're mad because there's, you know something's changing in in Columbia. It's going to change,
2: and that's why person. you need to elect people who are very knowledgeable and, and want to work at that position rather than just get elected, because that are that. Those are the type of problems that help areas grow and develop yeah i mean y'all
3: are making the case and but that's what seth and i are saying those it's the first time we've heard it uh and uh so i mean that that seems to be and and what i picked up on you know covering this story is the, there's a, a big sentiment i think in you know in, among murray Countyans, colombians whatever you know the, the north side is going to get this kind of growth. And I think a lot of people just thought that the appropriate place to have this kind of growth is on the north side, not on the south side. So and that's um, a
1: natural thing because you're
3: near Nashville, right? And jobs yeah, yeah. and everything. That's, that's yeah, where it's, it's going to come. Yeah, there's got the airport
1: hill on the south side town. Well, Columbia doesn't realize, too, in, in uh, Butch West and others that know about this stuff. You got a great airport there, private airport. Williamson County does not have a private airport. You've got to go to Tune. Uh, up on the west side of Nashville to get a, a private airport. So these country music people, some corporations, etc. That that you have a great amenity there in that airport, and it's not many around you. You know and so I, there's, there's, there's value there, but that's on the south side of town, right? Mount Pleasant side,
2: yeah. And All I right. think they even expanded. I I saw something where they were planning to expand the runways there, too. Uh, uh Ron, they, they yeah. have a that, major that's a construction clean
1: industry in there, too. Executives in industry that you know, I know that the Titans owner used to keep his I guess his Titan collection of memorabilia out there, some warehouse out near the airport, and so there's some you know, maintenance facilities out there. I mean, it, it has a lot of potential.
2: Yeah, there's a this, major
3: major know. renovation expansion underway at the airport, yeah. Mr. York. It's it's yeah, started but, already.
2: But instead of complaining about the growth, these officials need to sit down and get their heads together and work out some solutions. That's what they're there for. Well, part of the of just complaining. Part of the problem
3: here, though, is I mean, the the uh, chair of the county commission and another commissioner showed up and and argued against approval. Uh, and the city council voted it in anyway. And the problem is that, and the law needs to be changed on this, it's just plain wrong. If it's contiguous property uh, to the city already, then it can be annexed or if only with the permission of or the consent of the owner of the property. Well, now the thing is the property is now owned by one entity, the developer who of course is going to consent to the annexation and have the county will be responsible for providing schools to this 750 uh, houses and they both the county showed up and said you know, this is too much we're going to have to raise taxes we don't have the schools and the city just said, na nani boo boo it's your baby now and uh, that's a problem and so that, Ms. York, that to your but point, Del- to gonna- your point, the city and county are the, did did not sit down and work this thing out because the city has absolutely no incentive to do that.
2: Well, the, you know, the county's going to get taxes when those parcels are divided up and developed, and houses on there. The county's going to get a portion of taxes, and the city's going to get a portion of taxes. So
3: yeah, you know, it should be impact fees. It's not like they're like never going to get a dime out
2: of the development.
3: Well, there, there, the county, the legislature turned us down again last year for county impact fees. Ron, there's, there's other ways to
1: do it. You got transaction fees. You got uh, uh, transfer fees. There's, there's ways to get it. Get, get uh, John Fleming; those guys on it down there. They, no. They'll figure out where you, if you need it. If you want to put it on that, those people, because you know. That it depends on who pays your taxes, right? You're gonna to have to build some roads. You're gonna to have to widen your roads. You, you know, you're gonna to have to do some things that are, because Columbia's a weird configuration. You go right in from the north, right down, you know, around the main road there, and, and you know, you got a little bit of a bypass, but to get the other side, that, that you got to think about the roads. The eight thirty, is, is eight thirty the big Ron, one up there?
3: The county's got two sources: wheel tax, property tax. That's it. Yeah. They they do yeah. get some sales tax. On retail businesses that are located in the county, uh, but you know the, yeah. that, that that's it's wheel, wheel tax. Wheel tax meaning wheel like, tax, you know, property are, are tax. Trucks? What's that? Wheel yeah. tax or trucks or just cars? I, I think it's for all vehicles. Oh, for me, like know. eighty bucks a year, or something like that. Uh, yeah, well, if they're
1: going to grow it, they're going to get more revenue, or you know, the summer fifty feet well, will be more revenue. Ron, we've
3: been turned down twice by the legislature on an impact fee for counties that would. Uh, force these 750 houses to pay for the instance. By who at the legislature? Uh uh, development interests, real estate. Oh, you're you're zoning, you say lobbyists? You're zoning aren't aren't people to make through. Them
1: fix the roads and make sure that there's, an, you know, the the, the, the you could if you're zoning people to get the permits, they would have to do certain things like you know. I, what I don't like about neighborhoods, they come in it'd be a nice road, and all of a sudden they got to put a sewer across it, and then you got a bump in the road or a, you know, asphalt in the road. They, you know, that was their doing. They should make that right. I mean, they, you know, they, you should leave it just fundamentally leave a place where you found it. Well, and this um, was guys need. Need to do on this
3: development stuff. Again, though, I mean, it's it's the, it, the city's able to just dump it in the county's lap and say it's your baby now. And you know, you have to think if the if those seven hundred and fifty houses were voting on whether to be annexed or not, they'd vote no. <laughs> so yeah. That depends where the schools are, right? So you got to go county schools better there or city schools better. That's the problem, Ron. We don't have any city schools. The city well, pays okay. zero for public education. Absolutely zip. And uh, yeah. uh, that's the problem that the, the county bears the entire burden and it doesn't have the tax structure. To necessary to carry that burden. At what well, point? And the legislature,
1: legislature says, "You get growth, you get more taxes." Right. So it should be, it, be it, a pair of parts They should Ron, they should grow together.
3: Ron, the, every house that goes up now is costing us. We the tax our tax structure can't support it. We need right. significant impact fees.
1: What did it, what so, did Williamson County do? What do these growth towns around they got? Do?
3: They've got a big impact fee. They got it years ago before all the when nobody was paying much attention, you know, right now. The
2: the, the issue here in Murray County is that we are a bedroom community. We either have to accept that or start developing industry around this area. Uh, And that's what we don't do. We don't develop industry that's got high paying jobs. We've got a bedroom community and we've got retail jobs and we got a few plants, but that's it. And, and people are moving here because they can get more house for the buck
1: and they can work on the internet and do their job from
3: home don't go
0: in nashville three days a week or whatever at at what point does metro government get brought back up
3: it's not a chance to get passed It's, it's it gets defeated every time uh and you know it's it's a good idea, but it gets defeated every time, and that would solve the problem that's you know going on with the city and the county. But that that that's it. And another, you know I think that's a good way to close out. I mean people just people need to realize that the county's got the wheel tax and property tax. Right now they've just raised property taxes. All these new schools that are coming with all this new growth, including the 750 uh, houses, you know we're going to have to build. Several hundred ten million dollar schools to to make this thing work, and each one of them is going to require a tax raise on property taxes.
0: And Metro government may be the only way out. Well, or get you know, and said we
3: we're going to try again with some kind of impact fee, but. Um,
2: then we'll be a major city sooner or yeah, later.
3: The, the real the, your hundred thousand your hundred thousand people in the county, right? So you got yeah. seven hundred fifty
1: houses. There's two people, two and a half people per house. That's just fifteen hundred people. Not a big. That's one and a half percent. That's not a big. Yeah, you know, not a big. Well, It'll take a year or two or three to absorb that. And these so impact
3: these fees come up. The, the real estate interest nationwide just swarmed. The